Well, good morning. I'm Bishop Robert. Come on in and have a seat in my study. Let's you and I spend a few minutes together and consider a verse of Scripture. My hope is that it speaks to your heart, your mind, and your soul. And I hope you'll be back often. Welcome. People give up on God too quickly. Or perhaps the better way to say it is that they give up on themselves. They look at their life and the mess they've made out of it. They look at their personal situation and the lack of viable options it has. Or they look at their finances, but not really because they have none, and they give up. They cannot see a path forward. Overwhelming fear paralyzes them and, and they give up hope. Desperation is a horrible companion. Thankfully, though it may be too late for prevention, it's never too late for redemption. Today's verse tells us he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. The main reason that it's never too late for redemption is because God is never out of options or resources, and God never gives up on us. He calls. It's God who's in charge of what's happening in our lives. He is the one who calls to us and invites us to follow him. He calls because he has a plan. And it's not just some generic plan, but one that has our gifts, talents, and calling taken into consideration. God says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God has plans for your future. He's not going to force them on you, but he will walk you into them if you decide to follow him. The poet Robert Frost famously writes about two roads that diverged in a wood. Well, when you stand at a crossroads in life, you too can only choose one path. Frost says he chose the one less traveled, but you should choose the one where Jesus is walking. His own sheep. We servants of God are working to further the faith of God's elect. By our words, our actions, our expressions of love, we seek to increase their knowledge of the truth and lead them to God. It's something that he's promised them. And he did so before the beginning of time. His elect have his promise of eternal life. And God doesn't lie. So who, you may wonder, are God's elect? Well, a simple way to describe it would be to say, it's everyone who will make the choice to listen to his message and believe. Since God is omniscient, meaning he knows all things, he knows who will choose to respond to his offer of, of grace. And though he's preserved your freedom of choice, he also knows who will choose to walk his path with him. And no one who makes that choice will ever be turned away. By name. 
His call is personal. He's not making some general announcement. He's speaking to you. He promised, he promised it to those who would respond. Now he's bringing it to light. He's making it manifest and plain. He uses many means to do this. Today, right now, he's using our time together so I can share his call with you. If you're listening to this small devotional today, he's speaking to you. If you don't know him already, if you've not listened and believed, he's calling you into a new relationship. Follow him as he takes one of the two paths ahead of you. There'll be more choices, more forks in the road, many, many more challenges ahead. But all you need to do is continue to follow him. And he'll always choose the right path. If you've already made the choice, then you and I share a common faith. We're already on his path. For you and me this morning, he gives us grace and peace. More grace. New grace for the grace we've already used up. Abundant grace. More sufficient. More than sufficient. More than sufficient to meet any need we'll face today. Each day, he'll give you grace sufficient for the day. Don't worry about tomorrow, today. The time to deal with tomorrow is when it comes. With his grace, he also gives his peace. A peace that goes beyond what you or I can understand and comprehend. And he leads them out. He's in the lead. He knows where he's going. And all he asks is that you follow him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. It's never too late for God. Because God is never too late. He holds time in his hand and absolute power. Even when the situation appears hopeless. <laughs> Especially when the situation appears hopeless. One day, a synagogue leader came to Jesus. His daughter was dying. Dying. He tried everything else. Nothing had worked. He heard that Jesus was nearby, and he thought, if I can only get to him in time, maybe he can do something. Few things in life will focus you like a child who's dying. He rushed to Jesus, literally fell on his face at Jesus' feet and begged him, saying, my, my little daughter's near death. Please come, place your hands on her so she'll be healed and live. While they were on the way back to his house, they got the message they were too late. The daughter was already dead. The messengers thought they'd delivered the final word. <laughs> the ruler of the synagogue thought he'd heard all he needed to hear. Dead! Dead! It, it, it was over. Nothing to be done. No options. Nothing left to try that he could see. But Jesus knew 
he would have the last word. So he told the father, don't be afraid. Just believe. That's what Jesus is saying to you, my friend. Don't be afraid. Just believe. He has a plan you cannot possibly see. All you need to do is follow him. Just believe. Well, it turns out that Jesus' last word was actually two. When they got to the house, he went into where the child was. And he took her by the hand. And he said to her, Talitha kum. That means, little girl, I say to you, get up. And that was when the synagogue ruler found out that God had a plan for his 12-year-old daughter because the dead girl was revived by Jesus' words. She stood up, began to walk around, and then had some lunch. Jesus had the last word. He always does. Even when it looks like Jesus is too late, he's not. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. The last illustration I'll share with you this morning is one that ought to give you hope. You see, I know what the enemy has been whispering in your ear, even as you've been listening. He's been telling you that you've blown it. God is done with you. You've ruined your life. Your sin is too great. And the enemy almost has you convinced. But that's only because he's a very, very good liar. The truth overpowers lies. Always. <laughs> Light overcomes darkness. Always. When I think about people who had a good reason to think they were too late for God's help, two folks come to mind. The first had been a violent criminal for most of his life. He was known for open stealing, typically with violence. Not just someone who takes what's not his, someone who plunders and pillages, an unscrupulous and heartless marauder who's constantly exploiting the vulnerable without hesitating to use violence. That's actually what the word that Matthew chose to describe the men nailed on the crosses next to Jesus means. Thief <laughs> just doesn't quite do it justice. But he repented mere hours before his life dripped from his body. Jesus forgave this man and promised him he'd be together with him in paradise. Our minds think this makes no sense because the thief didn't do anything to deserve it. And that is the picture of grace. None of us can do anything to deserve it. The second person was a religious ruler. He'd been to the best schools, studied under the top teachers of the day, and was very determined to preserve the purity of the Jewish faith. So determined, in fact, he asked for and received arrest warrants from the religious court for anyone who was following Jesus. This holy man was out hunting for people to arrest, prosecute, 
and kill for listening and believing (laughs) when God literally knocked him off his high horse. Saul the Pharisee became Paul the Apostle, and he wrote most of the New Testament. Hmm. Perhaps a couple more names do come to mind now that I think of it. Mine, for instance. The Confession of St. Francis fits well on my lips. I have been all things unholy. If God can use me, he can use anyone. I had made a royal mess out of my life. Then the King of Kings stepped in and took over. And the other name for whom it's not too late for God to step in and turn everything around? (laughs) Why, it's yours. Hey, thanks for joining me today on Mornings with Bishop Robert. I hope you're enjoying spending a few minutes together as we share conversations that illustrate insights and truth from God's Word. Would you consider sharing these conversations with your family and friends? They'll be glad you did. On our website, ceec.church, today's devotional is available to be read in 17 languages. Just click Choose your language down at the bottom and have at it. And if you've got a prayer need, just send me an email. You can reach me at robert at bishoprobert.com. Now, until we get together again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you. Amen. Amen.